Blog Talk Radio. Tonight it'll be uh, my wife coming across with a uh, a message uh, tonight. Uh, all my kids are busy at the moment uh, doing family things, uh, so I'm gonna let my wife uh, talk to us tonight about a few things. First of all, I want to thank God for this this moment. I want to thank God. Uh, for whatever my wife's getting ready to say, I trust her and what comes out of her mouth. Uh, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank uh, Elder Oliver for this platform, uh, for giving not only my family but others a chance to speak on the Word of God or speak on things going on in their life that can help somebody or enrich their lives. And may God continue to bless him and his family with an even broader platform coming. Uh, and may sponsors uh, come to him uh, competing for his his service. Uh, so tonight, again, it's going to be uh, my wife, and she's going to be coming across with a message of her own. Uh, I think it's about Thanksgiving or being thankful or something in that nature. Uh, which we can all uh, say we are very thankful. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, that you send your spirit, your Holy Spirit, that makes it possible to be easy uh, to speak to your people, make it possible to be easy to teach. Uh, and if there's any preaching, make that easy also. Uh, may every listener hear something. Uh, that can help them in their lives, including myself uh, and all who's listening. And may you bless each and every one of us as you do on a daily basis. In the name of Jesus, amen. So show right now is in the hands of my wife. Go ahead, sweetie.
Ricky, are you still on? And Oliver, is she unmuted? Uh, uh, she's not on the line. Five nine six four is the last four on that number. Five nine six four. She's unmuted now. All right. Thank you, thank so, you. I'm just talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think sweet, I put, um, I, oh, sweetie, yeah. all I ask is that you be gentle to the hearers now, okay? Well, I can't promise anything. I'm just going to be who God made me with no apology. All right. Okay? I'll put a seatbelt on there. <laughs> it's, it's just giving thanks. It's giving thanks in all things. And that's all I'm going to be talking about is giving thanks in all things. It's not for all things, but giving thanks in all things. And it's a big difference between, um, between the two. And I just want, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up, and um, some of us, well, a lot of us have um, experienced um, death in the past few years. Um, If not with this virus, you know, maybe, you know, whatever, death, or um, someone going on to be with the Lord, or someone that's sick or someone is not themselves, Alzheimer's, um, 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 trauma to the brain or, you know, anything. But I just want everybody to just thank God and just thank God for where we are now, um, who we have now, appreciate the moments that we have. Because a lot of times we can go through life, even to, oh, my goodness, today was hectic for my husband and I. Um, what, he, what, he, what he does and what I do, and when we come home, you know, we just enjoy each other now. We don't have the kids here, and we don't have to do a lot of things that we, did, um, we used to do. So when we come home, we just want to enjoy each other, we don't, and we're not even in, the, uh, in each other's face or in the same room, but just having his presence here and being here in his presence, not in his face or in his face, but just being here in the home, just knowing that he's here and he, he knows that I'm here. Um, and I just thank God for that because a, a, a lot of people can't say that, not because their spouse is dead or and they're not in their right mind. They just, you know, they just don't want to come home. Uh, for whatever reason, maybe it's us, maybe it's the woman, and maybe you know, or it, maybe it's vice versa. But um, I just want to talk about being thankful and just in everything, even the small things. What we might think is small, it's it's big to another person. Even with my um, husband, um, he did something. Um, he he did something. I can't forget. I can't I can't remember right now what he did, but it seemed like. It was small to him. He was like, whatever it was, he was like, he was surprised that that really, really made me happy. And I was just thankful for it because it was something that he'd never done before. Oh, when he took, um, he asked, I was out um, most of the morning, like I am every um, Saturday morning. I'm out, um, you know, volunteering, doing, you know, different things, um, in the community every Saturday. I don't miss a Saturday unless um, I'm out of town. Um, and that's been me 
my whole life just, you know, doing. Um, so after it was around noon, so I just said, you know, I called my husband, told him what I was doing. Um, I was going to this healthy uh, place that I call, um, it's called First Watch to get me something to eat. And he doesn't really um, like to eat healthy, so of course he didn't come. No, he went. I'm sorry, he went and played golf that morning. He went and played golf that morning. So when I called him, he told me that he was um, tired. He had just finished playing golf, and he was like, "Babe, what did you do?" Um, I told him I went um, the first watch and had me um, some brunch, and I'm on my way to the movies. Now this is what. I'm, I'm still talking about being thankful now. It's, it's, it might be small things to some people, but it's big for me because my husband never done this before. So with him being tired, just finished playing golf, he normally would just go home, and that's his whole day. That was That's it. That He's not doing nothing else. So what surprised me was he, you want me to come to the movies with you? Because that's when I was on, uh, on my way. This is when um, – the the woman king came out. He said, "You want me to uh, meet you up there at the movies?" And I I took the you know I look at the phone. I'm like, "Is this my husband?" <laughs> so it wasn't even. It, and if anybody know my husband, he is a stickler on how he looks, how what his appearance. Everything has to be on point. I mean, period. It doesn't matter. But. I noticed it. Nobody else wouldn't have noticed it. He even came up there with a wrinkled shirt that he had on. It looked like he just threw it on. You wouldn't have noticed it, but I noticed it because I know my husband. But uh, it was so wonderful, even though we couldn't watch the movie because it was sold out. It was just the thought of him taking out of his, his Saturday, which his Saturday and his off day is his off day. And if he if he don't want to do anything, he don't he just that's him. But I was just so thankful, and I was like, wow! And I let him know that. I'm like, boy, you growing up, you know? Just let him know how thankful I was. And from that day forward, y'all know when the woman came came out a couple of months ago. This man been dating me, y'all, and he's never dated me in forty whole years. Never our dates was at Walmart or you know the Home Depot. Which it, it was, I'm not complaining at all because he never dated me, so I can't miss nothing that I never had. But just the initiative, you know, that he put forth, I'm 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 really thankful for anything. When I come home, um, he like the fire pit outside. He'll have you know do things around the house that I enjoy, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, him lighting the fire pit. Him even just the other day he. Um, we haven't um, burnt wood in our fireplace since 2004. <laughs> and this man lit the fire pit. I mean, our fireplace in our in our living room. We haven't, yeah, since 2004. I was an in-home child care provider. I had to close the um, fire um, fireplace because I couldn't do child care with the fireplace. But that's when I closed it, and, and he opened it up for me yesterday. And I was just thankful. But I was just I, I just said all that to say you don't have to go the small things. You don't have to a lot of people think you have to do these big things to appreciate people, you know, and 
it's it's not about the big things. It's the small things, and it and it might be small to somebody else who's who's um who's doing it, but it's big to the person who's re, who's who's receiving it because it's something that they never expected or didn't expect. Even if it's just cleaning out the bathtub and running bathwater, you know, just small things like it just that just does something for for me. Or vacuuming the floor, you know, or doing, you know, little chores around his come home. He already washed the dishes sometimes. There's dishes in there now, but just being thankful for the little, the, the small things that, because guess what? If he died tomorrow or died tonight in his sleep, I'm going to wish I had a did what I thought, or I, I, a lot of people procrastinate, you know, on doing something nice for their spouse or somebody else, they'll procrastinate and wish they had have done it, but then the person is going on, and now you wish you had have done it. So let's, in showing our gratitude or showing that we love or showing that we care for our different loved ones because, um, well, I'm going to say well, Thanksgiving is coming up, and my grandson, um, my daughter, um, my daughter, my my uh, oldest grandson, he passed in 2017, the day before Christmas. Okay, and when I said give thanks uh, uh, in everything and not for everything, he died on the same day that a young man that came in my home that I took took in my home uh, for some years same day, and I was almost in the same experience. Uh, I, I live in Georgia. And when I got, when the news broke for both of these young men, uh, their death, I was almost in the same exact spot in Florida. At the outlet. I was in the same, maybe five, maybe 100 or 200 feet away from where I, I got the news from when the other young man um, died when I got the phone call. So it's, uh, I, I have to give thanks. I have to give thanks in it. But not, when I tell you God is so strategic in what he's doing and how he's doing, even with the death of both of those young men, my grandson and the young man that I took in, I call him my son, um, they died exact the same day, almost the same exact time. I, I, my grandson died around three. Some the other young man, um, they found his body. Well, they called me around twelve noon, um, but they found his body early uh, earlier that um, that morning. Hey, hey, Ricky, was that? Yes. That was on when we was on the way from Florida coming home, correct? No, we was in Florida. We was at the outlet the day after Christmas. We were at we were at the outlet, the same outlet that I was um, I was at. I was in the we were in the Nike outlet at the time when he died. When and, your uh, former client, right? When he passed, okay. it was the same exact oh. date. It was the same exact date. I got the call around noon for him, and then Sean, my grandson, I, um, it was around three three something, but I was almost in the, um, the same exact spot. I was standing in almost the same exact spot where I was when, when my when the client died, and when Sean died. Okay. And it's, but I was used at the same outlet. And what made it that so was, ironic uh, was, 
So I think we left Florida after that. That was the same day I got two tickets in my bins, right? Yep, sure was. Trying to get trying to get me to back. That. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yep, it's the same. The same. Uh, you probably never thought about that, but it's the same exact day. And and that's why I God is so strategic in when He do things. And to, for me, well, I'm just gonna say this. Even with my um, with my 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 baby boy went to prison. He did six years. And my oldest daughter is in prison now. He got out. So any dates out there because I can't remember the date. But it it was in December. It was um, the the beginning of December. When my my oldest son, I mean my baby boy, got out of prison last year, the year before last. Okay. The same exact date is when my daughter was sentenced and put and, and, and went to prison. The same exact date. The same exact date. So for me to give thanks in a situation, it's mandatory because when God showed me and do things in my, it's like, it's just, it's so familiar that you have to say, God, I, I know you got this. Because why would you do that like that if you didn't have something up your sleeve? And I'm going to tell you guys, we have been trying to to get my daughter to do some things because she has an awesome ministry, an awesome ministry. Not just an awesome ministry. She's anointed, very much so. And she wrote me this letter. I just got this letter yesterday, not knowing that nobody was going to be on but me and my husband today. I was going to read the letter, but I'm not going to read the letter. I'm just going to share um, some things that um, that she wrote and she sent. She wrote, she sent me 12 certificates. She sent me 12 certificates and um, um, where she took an exam. She took an exam. And she scored an 85. This is her first exam. And the exam is in psychology and social work. It's a psychology and social work exam. And when I tell you, if God don't get you to do what he wants you to do one way, he going to get you. So either he going to drag you or he going to draw you. Which one it's going to be? So in this, I'm going to give God thanks. In this, I have to give him thanks because he's doing what he promised. Okay? All my kids going to serve the Lord. Every last one of them. Well, um, when I tell you God is good, we have to give thanks. Um, God got it. God got it. And God, um, um, when I, God is so strategic. He will put the same date with almost, with the same situation, to be good or bad. 
I'm talking about in my life. In my life. He's, he's, he's been doing that. And that's how I know he's intentional. And I know he has something for me. And we have to give thanks in every situation knowing that it's going to work out for our good. It might not look good. It might not even feel good. Could you just imagine me getting the same phone call, the same exact phone call? The detective called me the first time. My daughter called me the second time. But it's the same exact it was the same exact thing I, I had to go through twice within a matter of years, a couple of years, being almost in the same exact, exact spot. But these holidays are coming up. The holidays are coming up. And what? how are we going to cope with it? How? How are we going to cope? We're going to give thanks. And what help is doing for others? Um, feed the homeless, make some bags, take them to the um, um, under the bridges. Wherever everybody have homeless people in every city, in every city. Go to Walmart, get some um, some storage, some Ziploc storage bags, some gallon um, trash um, um, Ziploc. Put some toiletries in there. Uh, my girlfriend, um, Grace, her family is going out. They're giving out toiletries. They're giving out blankets. They're giving out T-shirts and, and socks. Put them in those um, those gallon Ziplocs and take them to um, people on the street. Feel better. It'll take your problems, take your mind off of your problems unless you see, you know, and don't let the person who, who pay or, or not with you, life's being vain. My grandson loved going. My client loved going. They loved doing the things that I'm that, um, serving. We used to go to funerals and serve, volunteer to to serve, clean up, you know, do something for other people. It will make you feel so much better just serving others. And that's what we're put on this earth to help others, to, to help somebody else along the way. And not just about ourselves. That's where the most gratitude and the most, I mean, the, to be happy being happy for us, or well, I'm not even going to say for us, for me, at my happiest and uh, what makes me happy is, is just serving. I love to serve. Anybody know me? I love giving. I love doing. I love, you know, just helping others get take the burden off of them. You know, how can I help you, you know, do what you're doing? It makes you feel better. And I'm quite sure it makes the other person feel better. People are doing it by themselves and feel like they're probably ready to give up because they don't have help. But if we have more people, you know, doing, and, you know, even if God didn't give you something, help somebody else and, and um, get their business or, 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 or whatever they're doing off the ground. Maybe God will give you what you're supposed to be doing, or maybe you're just supposed to help. Maybe you are just supposed to help. Maybe God don't want you to have your own. Maybe you're just supposed to help everybody else with, with what they're doing. But find yourself doing something to mind up because I'm telling you, these holidays, they have been rough for us. And we but and I'm I'm a firm but I, my faith is stronger than anybody I know. 
I will step out on God. You know, if God tell me to go somewhere, I will go. I will do. With these holidays, just been getting getting to me because it's just it's been rough. It's been rough. It's been rough. But God knows. God don't make no mistakes. He don't make mistakes. He don't. And if I can encourage you, just get out of here. Just don't get, don't stay stuck. Don't get stuck. Be moving. Keep going. Whoever it was that um, that's gone on to be with the Lord, they wouldn't want you just laying in the bed. Oh, woe is me! You know, they're not coming back. I'm never going to see them. Guess what? Well, we won't. We won't. But it's okay. It's okay because we've done everything that we're supposed to do. With that person and the the fond memories that I have, you know, with my grandson and my client, you know, I did what I was, I did everything that I I could do. Can we say that? So I about our loved ones. Did we do all that? Did you do everything that you could? It's not too late. Do for the ones that's left. Okay, I didn't do what I was supposed to do by by that person uh, before they left, but guess what? Do right by the ones that's here. Make a change. God didn't just leave us here on this earth. So many people died with this virus. Why did God leave us here? Why did he leave us here? That's the question. Why are you still here? Why? Survive the virus? No, we it's it's work to be done. Get busy. Get busy. Give thanks. Giving thanks is giving. You have to give it. Give thanks. How can we give thanks to God by serving His people? They can't serve themselves. They can't help themselves. But everybody get trying to get this, get that. Once this God, God can't bless us with a closed fist. Can't nothing come in. Can't nothing get out. Extend your hands. We should be the hands and feet of Jesus. We want to be like Jesus, but we don't want to give. We don't want to do. We don't want to go. You know. Go, Pete. Do you have anything you want to say? Mister. Um. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to add to your tears uh, when I when I talk about being thankful, um, and and the reason why I have issues with some people that can't forgive somebody. The reason I have issues with that is that out of all the things I've done in my life. To a certain point growing up uh, And God even Noticed me To draw me To him And forgave me uh, It kind of It kind of 
makes me mad that others cannot forgive another person. Uh, for God to forgive me for the things I've done to where the statutes of limitation don't run out, but God forgave me for it. Uh, my my cousin who passed years ago took it to the grave. My little brother who passed a couple years ago took it to the grave. I'm the only one that knows still. And I pray, God, that I take it to the grave. And the only one who knows is God. I believe in God's uh, salvation for my life. And I can't even begin to speak on my my kids and grandkids and my wife. Uh, I'm still stuck on that God forgave me. So that's why I have a pet peeve with uh, people I talk to or run across. They're so mad at one another or not. I wish that everybody would understand that you have to forgive others to be forgiven. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh Yeah. All right. Go ahead, baby. But just give thanks. I mean, you can't be mad at them because it'll be going back on what you just said. So just pray for them and, and pray that God soften their heart. You know, I mean, that's the only thing that you can do. I mean, pray for the people who don't forgive. I mean, because you know, it's, we can it's, make- it's, it's some people, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's some people that I do get a chance to talk to and explain partially my situation and where I was uh, that do overcome their issues of not forgiving somebody. And then I've run across some folk that they just can't forgive. And I, I just leave that on their heart that they should uh, forgive, even if they don't admit that they do. Uh, but it's kind of hard to that says, I will not forgive that person for what they've done to me. It's, it's, it's hard for me to do that, to walk away. But I try to leave them with the best example of why they should. Because uh, there's a lot of things that God will not forgive us for because we won't forgive others. So uh, I just hope that they have forgiven for their sake, their own soul. So that, that's pretty much what it's all about, is that we, we can forgive mankind uh, and and at the same time, we're asking God to forgive us. He will not forgive us if we don't forget those who we even see with our own eyes. So for those who are listening, if you got all against your brother or sister, go to your sister or your brother and just tell them you forgive them so that God can forgive you in the process. 
why you doing it? <laughs> well, um, so we gonna what? Are, what is it? Um, we switching subjects to forgiveness. Um, what is the Lord's prayer? I, I pull it up. Let me say the Lord's prayer. I think the Lord's prayer is in there. Um, it talks about um, forgiving those. The Lord's prayer. That um, forgive. Um, Um, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth. Now this must be another version. Or in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. Okay, forgive us of our trespasses. So we want forgiveness. Like you said, we want forgiveness. Forgive us our trespasses. But it says, as we forgive them that trespass against us. So like you said, forgive us our trespasses. as we forgive them that trespass against us. But how could we? I mean, that's that's something that you just have to pray about and ask God to just problem, I guess. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So let me let me, let me read it again. Uh, so this is uh, Let me see Matthew chapter 6 Verse 9 through 13 Our father which art in heaven Hallowed be thy name And what he was doing uh, Jesus was teaching his apostles how to pray What to address first What to speak on And how to end it Our father which art in heaven Hallowed be thy name Thy kingdom come Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So let's stop right there on verse 12. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And it's not necessarily talking about what somebody owes us or, or what we owe them, but it's also talking about how we treat people, uh, how we forgive people, uh, and, 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 and how we forgive them for treating us wrong and how we uh, uh, are accepted when we treat them wrong and forgive us our debts as we forgive debtors and lead us not into temptation. I mean, don't put on us more uh, to believe more, to have more faith in you. So lead us not into temptation means that God is not going to lead anybody into temptation, but he's going to test us. And what we're praying for God sometimes, if we're fundamentally truth, truthful about it, we've got to be careful. But del- deliver us from the evil, meaning deliver us from the test. Deliver us from the things that we're going to go through that we might be doubtful about, that we might not have enough faith about, 
So, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us from the temptation. Deliver us from the things that are in front of us that we might not be able to step through. But with faith, we can step through anything. We can be anything. We can be a child of God. But this prayer is don't put too much in front of us to test our love for you. And it's not just for the love of God, but it's for the love of his people who he created as who he created as he created you. And the power and the glory uh, forever. Amen. So we have to be careful um, in how we treat the people of God because just like he created them, he created us. And just like he said his son before us to die for our salvation, it's not just you, but it was for the enemy. If you think it's an enemy, he said before a salvation for them too. But we have to treat people right. We have to be thankful for what God has done and set in place in our lives. We have to. It's imperative that we do. What I don't want and what I try to prevent, and and the key word is try, I try to prevent provoking the people of God, whether they are saved or unsaved. Uh, So when I get before God and have to answer for the things done in my body, and what I have said and how I have sinned, I want to try to cut those questions down a little bit. I want to I want to have less questions from God and what I did in my body while I was alive. And we should all want to do that. We should all want to be competent that we can do what the Word of God says to do. We want to be confident when we say thank you, Lord, for what you've done in my life. But how much does that mean if you don't treat your fellow man or woman right? How much does that mean? And I see that as being selfish if you can't forgive nobody else. I see that as being selfish if you can't thank somebody else. What is that going to do for you when you have to stand before the face of God and answer for the things done in your body? Oh. That's where yeah. the debt. Go ahead. The debt. Huh? You said the debt or the um, trespasses. That's the sin that we want God to forgive us for. No? Yeah, we want to. We want to. So those of us, those of who, who trespass against us, treat us wrong, do us wrong, uh, misuse us, you know, that trespass against us, we got to forgive them for that. Correct. No matter, how it, no matter how it makes us feel, we have to forgive them for that them. in order for God to forgive our trespasses and sins. Right. Amen. Amen. We have to. That's, it's hard to do, but we have to. It's not really hard. It's not really hard. If you really think no. about it. Because... No? No. It's, it's, hard. it's hard. It depends on the circumstances and what happened. And I'm not saying necessarily hard for myself, but it's hard for a lot of people not to. How many families got grudges with somebody in the family and hadn't even talked for years? Because they didn't take the you know, time out to find 
cut the grudge about. Because it might be something that they don't even know. They probably Somebody probably told them, and it didn't even happen the way that they think it happened. Because they don't take the time out to find out and talk about yes, it. Sir. If they talk, really, what really, why are they really mad? They will find out it didn't even happen that way. That's true. Go down like that. That's true, but how many times, say somebody's at a family reunion or even at a funeral and, you know, family get together on funerals or you just a gathering with your family and something happens and you walk out from what you first heard but didn't get the explanation of it and people hold that grudge for years. And you know that. Exactly. And so, that's what it's telling you. They didn't get, they didn't. Communication is the key. People learn how to communicate. Open up their mouth instead of being hid, childish, and communicate. That's all you have to do. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. So let me ask you a, a, a between me and you question. How many times, I ain't going to say how many times, but there's been a lot of times that uh, I have made you mad. And when you get mad, it's like, and I ask you, are you okay? You'll say, I'm all right. I'm good. And I know you're not. How many times have you held that until a few days later, a week later, whatever, and we come back together to talk about it and we, you know, apologize to each other? So the thing is, is what I'm saying is that when somebody makes you mad or trespass against you, or do something wrong against you that you think is wrong, and we get mad, how much time goes by before you can say, I truly forgive you, before God may take your life? I'm glad you said Just that. No, okay. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you brought that up. And you said the key word, at, two weeks later, now you want to talk about what happened. <laughs> you proved my point about it when we were talking about it so I won't be mad instead of sweeping it under the rug like it ain't never no wait hold up hold up then you see that I'm not just going to sweep it up under the rug you're not going to get by just not explaining what you what you just said okay I'm I'm not going to say anything until you address the real issue then you come back and want to communicate Okay, so right now, for y'all listening, this is just me and my wife. So the reason why I may stop talking, uh, how mad you may be at the moment, or uh, no, no, I'm not going to knock it off. Let's get this out. So, or how you react, or what you don't want to hear. Even though I I can explain it where a child can hear it and understand it. At that moment, you don't want to hear it. So what I do, I'm not going to force nothing upon you. I'm going to leave it like, like it is. And it's been many times where you came to me and said, I'm sorry. Or it's been many times where I brought it back up and we both said we were sorry. But I, And you know me. I'm not going to prolong nothing to go on. Um, if you mad, you, you mad. You just don't say what you got to say, and you're going to walk away, and that's going to be the end of the conversation. Be, I, I only get to that point when you don't want to hear nothing else. 
think you that's need the to key keep part of it. No, no, and you don't see that. You But look, you don't see that part because you're so mad, you're so pissed off. You don't see the okay. other part of it. You just see me walking away, physically seeing. But I walked away from the conversation while we were still talking when you didn't want to listen, and I was in your face. But when I physically walked away, then you said, oh, yeah, yeah this, this, this nigga. See, you didn't see the you answer made that in front sound of so smooth. You made that sound so saying. smooth. I'm just saying, you blinded by the, 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 the madness that's in you. So my point is this. At all points, as much as we can, we need to forgive on the spot because we never know when our last blinking eye will blink. And then we will have to stand before God and answer for that. Or if it's a two days later and we say in the Lord's Prayer, forgive me as I forgive those who trespass against me, God is not trying to hear that. Because if you or us or me or anybody is still the trespass that happened and how mad we are that it happened and we haven't forgiven that person. So we got to stop taking God for granted thinking that we're going to live a week later seeing somebody moping around and what happened to them in life. We got to stop taking that for granted that he's going to open our eyes even the next day in the moment. That's God's moment. See, why is it God's moment? Because he took that away from you because in the moment that he gave you, you didn't handle it right. Now it's God's moment. To write that down in the book of remembrance To say What about this day What about that day What about that time and this time Just stop giving God Ammunition to put in his book of remembrance And at the very moment Of issues and situations We correct as we go in life Kiyo If you Are not speaking to someone Or someone is not speaking to you Find out why, and it may not even be what you think it is. And the majority of the time, it's not. It, it didn't even happen the way that you thought it happened. You saw it the wrong way or you heard it the wrong way, or the person didn't mean it the way that you heard it. So communicate. Sweep it under the rug. Don't keep trying to avoid people. Get it right. Get it right. Because the person's not going anywhere. They're going to show up at every family reunion and everywhere you go, especially if your sisters and brothers, aunties and uncles, even mothers and, and daughters or, or fathers or whoever, mother, fathers and, and sons. Communicate. Find out what's really going on. Get to the root of the problem. What's what's really the problem? So yeah, and that's all I have on tonight, sweetie. And I'm gonna come knock you upside the head when I see you. You gonna do what? <laughs> you gonna do what? You see, I love you. All right. Well. Great communication tonight. Um, great words of wisdom tonight. Um, 
we have to be, how can you, you know, I want to ask to leave this question with you. How can you be truly thankful for what God does for you and be sincere about it when we have not uh, thanked people for what they're doing or not forgiven people for what they may have done or trespassed against us and vice versa, how we have trespassed against them? So it's not always somebody mad at you uh, and, and, and you can't forgive them, but we mad, we, you know, we get mad and do things to other people too. So we got to be careful uh, to not intentionally trespass against others. Then want to turn around and have a prayer room, a prayer closet, a prayer car, a prayer church, and ask God for forgiveness. So it's a funny thing how people be going do the same things in life, identical situations in life. And that situation just keeps coming up and coming up and coming up. And what that means is that, and, and, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. What that means is when situations keep arising in your life and they're the same situation, you didn't deal with it the first, the right, you didn't deal with it right the first time is what that means. God has given us an opportunity to correct things. And all these things that keep popping up in our lives, and it seems like it's the same conversation or it's the same situation or it's even the same house or wherever it may be, it just seems same all the time, identical all the time, is that he's given us a chance to correct it before he has to ask it about us before, when we stand before him. Be careful of what you keep going through. Pay attention to what you keep going through. Thank God for what he's doing for you. And you can't forgive or thank somebody, you know, somebody next to you, your family member or whatever, whoever it is. How can you do that? How can you say I love God and hate your brother or your sister? That ain't how God operates, and I'm old enough to know that. I've, I've, I've studied the word of God, and I know that's not true. We have to be careful. An instant moment of being very, very angry can be your last moment ever in life. Never get never get that angry. Never let the sun go down on your anger. Always apologize when you have life in your in your in your body. Even if it don't seem right. Do it anyway. Did it seem right that God gave his son to die for all of us? who were yet still sinners and had not even received salvation yet or believed in God? Was it right for him to do that? Why did he do it? Because he has a love that's so to do that. So the brother and sister that you can see, thank them for all they do. Forgive them for all they've done. And be thankful to God that he gives you the opportunity to do so. Let's stop taking it for granted what God does for us every day on a daily basis. Stop doing it. Stop today. Stop doing that. And be thankful that he's still yet in your life. As a Christian, he's in your life. As a sinner, he's around your life, knocking on the door to try to get into your life, taking God for granted. He's a sovereign God, meaning he has all power to do anything he wants. Sovereignty means all power to do anything he wants. But be careful. 
be very careful. <clears throat> and do thank the people that do do things in your life that make your, your life better. Be thankful. Be thankful. But most of all, be thankful to God that he still has sustained you. And he's moving you about, stirring in you a gift, planted in you from birth. So let's add heed to the word of God. <clears throat> you good, Ricky? I am. All right. Well, Father God, we thank you. No, no, no. I'm going to let you pray us out. You, you got to go power. Father God, I thank you for forgiving us or as we forgive others. I thank you for saving me at a time in my life where I was so weak, but you gave me enough strength to understand that you was knocking at my door. You gave me the strength in my lowest point in life to open that door. And when the preacher told me uh, to ask you to come in, I asked you to come in, and you have sat with me even to this day. Father God, I thank you. I know we some we some bad kids, we some bad people, we are sinful people. I know that we are, but you have enough patience and love that's so not understandable for us that you would still knock on our doors, that you would still help us that you would still move us to the next step, that you would still do things in our life that we can't even imagine why you should do it because of who we are. Putting Jesus at the right side of you, sitting down next to you, that Jesus can be our high priest, that Jesus can be our intercessor, that he can lean over and whisper in your ear, Victor's going to be all right. I got to get him through this rough patch first. But he's going to be all right. Believe me when I say that. Are you that's listening now? Jesus is whispering in God's ear for you, telling his father that you're going to be all right, that you're going to get through these rough patches of not forgiving, of not forgiving trespass, of not getting over the circumstances that God has placed in your life day day by day by day that you must conquer. Jesus, Jesus is in the ear of his father for you. For us To spare us To not kill us now Just give us a little bit more time That Jesus can work with us Knock on our door That we can be with him in heaven For eternity In a glorified body On our behalf Jesus is doing that right now Give heed to the word Give heed to God But most of all give heed to his son Jesus Christ and all the work he's putting in right now on our behalf. So those of you who are listening, consider the words I just spoke. Consider the prayer I just spoke. And in Jesus' name, amen. Good night, team. Amen.